T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. New York's news, traffic, and weather station. This is WCBS News Radio 880. The number of dead from last night's flooding continues to rise. More than three dozen have died in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, and Pennsylvania. 23 of those were in New Jersey, mostly people who were trapped in their cars. Governor Hochul is calling for improvements to drainage systems in the city after floodwaters poured into subway stations, shutting down the system. Central Park and Newark set new all-time highs for the most rainfall in a single hour. Mets play Miami at City Field tonight. Our pregame in an hour. The Yankees have the night off. 74 and sunny on Thursday, September 2nd. Good afternoon, I'm Michael Wallace. Good afternoon, I'm Steve Scott. The Afternoon Roundup starts right now on WCBS. The death toll now at 39 in the flooding across the tri-state and several more are missing. 23 of the victims were in New Jersey. Governor Murphy just said most of those people were trapped in their cars. Among the 13 deaths reported in the city last night were a mother and her adult son in Jamaica, Queens, trapped when raging floodwaters tore through their basement wall. Our Steve Burns spoke with a neighbor across the street, Stephen McLeod. Yeah, they lived here for about maybe five, six years, and the, the son was about 21, 22 years old, and the mom was early 40s. So when you heard when you heard about that, I mean, that's got to be tough. We were to take here. It. We were here when when it happened. There was no way we could have gotten to them. We called for help, and it took maybe 30, 40 minutes for a response. Emergency services couldn't have, they couldn't believe the scene here because it was about four or five foot of water. They had to tread through from both sides. In the middle of the street, it was about six foot of water. All the residential homes in this area have been completely covered and destroyed. Electrical not working, no heat, no hot water, and the water has accumulated like this numerous times. It hasn't just been a single occurrence. This has happened over the last 20 years. Yeah, what what does the inside of these houses look like? Basements are completely flooded. At least six to eight feet of water. Some homes have damage on the first floor outside of of the basements. But all these homes now have no electricity, no heat, no hot water because all that equipment has been destroyed. Still covered and there's still water in these homes. You know, looking back at this, I mean, people are ripping out kind of the guts of their house and they got to start over. You got to start all over. And the problem is we don't get, ever get the funding from the city. And it's happened like this numerous times. This is maybe the fourth or fifth time this has happened. Yeah. And it finally took, unfortunately, two people to die for us to get the coverage that we need. Yeah. And we're still not sure this is going to bring the relief that we need. This is just the media done as far as we're concerned, because until we get the help, who knows what what's going to happen. Yeah. If you were able to pull over, you know, the mayor, the governor right now, what would you tell them? I want them to see the destruction, not just come and talk. We don't need somebody to talk to. We need somebody to actually go into the homes and see the trouble that we've dealt with for years. 
it's not it's not the first occurrence and there's been years of records of us crying for help we want them to see the destruction outside that home governor hochel and mayor de blasio promised on the ground help for homeowners in the coming days subway stairs and platforms were turned into gushing waterfalls service was suspended leaving people stuck on trains governor hochel's calling for improvements in drainage systems that could not handle the unprecedented volume of rain last night we need to identify the areas where we have vulnerabilities on our streets where the drainage systems are not functioning properly and they're close to the entrance of a subway and we need to be able to fix those first so we don't get a situation where the drainage system the sewer system can't handle the volume and then the water just creates a river down the steps and into the subway system i think that's our first priority i know that's my first priority so i want to also have an after action report on this what did we know when when do we know what we had what information do we have were there any intelligence failures in terms of our preparedness? I know I deployed resources yesterday morning, but we did not know that between 8.50 and 9.50 p.m. last night that the heavens would literally open up and bring Niagara Falls level water to the streets of New York. Could that have been anticipated? I want to find out. Is that something we should have known in advance? And the question is, should we have shut down subways earlier? You have to realize Many people are already on the subways. We shut them down. They're trapped underground. That is not an option. But I want to assess why we don't stop people from new passengers from going down the stairs into them. It's all should be about evacuation, not bringing new people into the system at the time. New York Governor Kathy Hochul. Our chief meteorologist, Craig Allen, is joining us. Craig, you just heard Governor Hochul. Mayor de Blasio today also laying some blame on forecasters, what do you think? I mean, clearly they weren't listening to you all yesterday afternoon. Even. Yeah, well, we, we we're learning to take it all the time from from uh, from these statements. But that aside, um, I I would have to say that right now there was every possible warning in the book that was up and out there. However, the one thing that she did say there was, "Can we anticipate Niagara Falls like rain in one hour?" And the answer is. Yes, but not like that. I mean, that's the way I would clarify it. There certainly was every indication on radar that there was going to be rain coming down at the rate of one to three inches per hour. And in this case, it was three to five inches per hour. So one to three inches per hour should trigger right then and there should be able to trigger the fact that we are going to get doused and it's going to happen extremely fast and it could be extremely dangerous. Now, three to five could not be anticipated, although radar did show those kind of numbers. You can't just go out there and say, we're going to have five inches of rain in the next hour. It doesn't. You just don't know where that one particular cell that's doing that is going to line up. But certainly the weather maps and the computers hooked onto it to show that the huge amounts of rain were expected somewhere. All right, Craig Allen, thank you. It's 538 at WCBS. Traffic and weather together every 10 minutes on the 8th. Sponsored by the New York City Department of Transportation. All right, lead the way, Tom Kaminsky. And you know something, Steve, if you can give me a second just to talk about what I heard from Craig yesterday. Craig is not a person, and anyone who, who has listened to WCBS for any number of years knows that he is not uh, not a person who is given to hyperbole. I heard Craig use the word catastrophic last night, 
And that, if that doesn't perk your ears up and make you move and do whatever you need to do to take cover, then I don't know what else would. Um, but uh, in any case, that is what we're dealing with. Now, the, the, the situation that I've been watching this afternoon is something that I've never really seen either, where we have a number of abandoned vehicles just sort of stacked toward the sides of roadways and are in the process of being cleared. And Wayne Cabot made a good point this morning. You see abandoned vehicles during the winter, during snowstorms, but people will be able to get back into those cars and and start them up and drive away in most cases. That's not going to happen here. If a car has been inundated with four feet of water, it's not going to start. So they've been pushing them to the shoulders. They've been clearing them gradually. We've seen this on the BQE on the northbound side, around the area of Northern Boulevard, uh, up again around the areas you make that left turn toward the Triborough Bridge there in the process of being cleared. There is another collision there on that northbound side of the BQE right at the RFK Bridge. One lane is blocked. We go back over to New Jersey. Route 22 is shut down and it's going to be for a while uh, right in the area, not only in Greenbrook uh, but also right along the Garden State Parkway. Route 18 around Rutgers that's going to be closed down for a while as well. Uh, between uh, uh, Right in that area of Rutgers between New Brunswick and Highland Park the Raritan River just absolutely spilling across its banks. Route 287, the ramps at exit 12 in Franklin Township and 13 in Boundbrook. Now, we have gotten word that things are getting better now, at least in that area of Route 46, around that construction zone near Montclair State. So the lanes there are open, and it is passable on Route 46 now. It looks to be in good shape. Route 23 is also good, but only just for a stretch up toward 202 in Wayne. From that point, from 202 all the way up to Route 287 in River that is still going to be closed on that stretch of Route 23. Next traffic update in less than 10 minutes on WCBS. Craig's forecast is a lot nicer than Tom's traffic, that's for sure. Clear and cool tonight. Low 60 in the city, 50s in the suburbs. Tomorrow, sunny and nice with a high in the mid-70s. Right now, it's 77 in Garden City. Here in Hudson Square, 75 degrees at 541 on the afternoon roundup. A suspected tornado damaged homes in Lloyd Harbor in Suffolk County. WCBS's Sophia Hall met 82-year-old Ginger and Peter Murphy, who had to be rescued from their home. We were in bed, we were sound asleep, and we never woke up. You never woke up even with the noise? We had a, we had a tree fall right through our bedroom ceiling. We never woke up for it. Oh my goodness. Aren't we good sleepers? Oh, after you're very fi- good sleepers. After 55 years of marriage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, how scary. It came so close to your bed. It came so close everywhere here. It's just all around the house, everywhere. Oh my. So, Somebody was watching over you. Absolutely. I said our work, our work is still going on on this earth. Tell us about your son, how he rescued you. He lives upstairs, and he screamed to us oh three times. Three times he called out to us, Mom, Dad. We didn't hear him. And then he came downstairs and pounded on the door. He couldn't open the bedroom door because the ceiling had fallen in, but he was able to push it. And what was your reaction? I thought it was a dream when I woke up and saw this tree right in front of me. Big tree right in front of me. So, yeah. 82-year-old Ginger Murphy and her husband Peter escaped unharmed. Unreal. 542 at WCBS. Stay informed. Stay connected. Depend on WCBS. I'm Steve Scott. And I'm Michael Wallace. 
Three things to know at 545. Number one, the tri-state is reeling from deadly flooding. At least 39 people were killed, including 23 in New Jersey, many of them in flooded cars, and 13 in flooded basement apartments in Queens. Number two, President Biden says Ida and the wildfires out west are examples of extreme weather caused by climate change. He's calling on Congress to act. And number three, Yankees radio legend John Sterling became trapped in his car as he made his way home last night from Yankee Stadium. The team's Spanish-language broadcaster, Ricky Ricardo, called him and realized John was in trouble, so he sprang into action. Ricky is joining us now live. So what happened last night, Ricky? Well, we all left the ballpark. You know, we do the road games and home games from Yankee Stadium. John gets a head start because he leaves right away. I do the uh, post-game show for the Spanish network, so I'm there for about another 20, 25 minutes. So he got a bit of a head start. He got over the GW, which was an adventure for me because the Deegan was closed, the Harlem River Drive was closed, all the approaches off the West Side Highway, too, were flooded. So I looked for higher ground and just went up Broadway and I was able to get over the bridge. But our, our colleague Susan Waldman called me because she had just spoken to John to see if he was okay. And she's the one that relayed to me that he was trapped in his car in flooded waters and the car had given out on him, which is... Uh, Let's just say an expensive vehicle, not a uh, you know not a cheap used car here. John had a quality vehicle. We'll get into the name brand, uh, but I called him and I, and I said, you know, John, where are you? He more or less gave me the location in Edgewater, on River Road, which is notorious, gentlemen, for flooding. This area on River Road and Edgewater, you you give a, a good springtime shower and it gets flooded. So I can only imagine as it was coming down as hard as it was and as fast as it was last night, uh, how bad it got. So as I approached myself on River Road, I had to be very careful. I located John's car in the midst of what was a lake, basically, in front of the marina in Edgewater, found where he was, got as close as I could with my Jeep. The real hero here is my Jeep that got me as close to John's car as possible without me having an issue. Uh, some trucks were coming by with little regard for the people that were trapped in cars because when a truck goes through water like that, it creates like a wave pool, and it kind of moves the cars that are stuck there. It was amazing to see this. So as soon as the water calmed down a little bit after a couple of trucks had sped by, uh, you know, I got John to get out of his uh, the uh, driver's side door into my passenger door, You know, we all just raised our pant legs a little bit to the knees, got him into my Jeep, and then I turned around, went back up the hill and looked for a way to get back to his apartment, which is on River Road, about a half mile up, but it was impossible to go forward. So I worked my way with the help of the great people of the Fort Lee Police Department, the Edgewater Police Department, and Cliffside Park. They all helped trying to guide us through what could be the better streets which there weren't any because they were rubble-filled. Uh, it was dark but with power outages, so you didn't know how deep the water was or what you were really driving into. So it took us about a good hour and change to go about a half a mile where I picked him up from, thank God, to get him to his apartment, but it all worked out in the end. It took me another hour to get to my apartment, which is only another half mile from his. Hey, Rick, just a couple seconds left. If you talked to John today, how's he doing? He's doing well. The car was towed last night. The insurance is taking care of it. All's well that ends well. I'm not a hero. If anyone's a hero, it's my Jeep. It's something I would have done for anyone. And obviously a, a legend and a friend. Uh, we're all family on the Yankee radio broadcast. So it's obviously something that I did 
from the heart. Next few dinners around John, right? What, what was that? The Awkward next, silence. The, the, ne- <laughs> the next few dinners will be on John, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, believe me. And, and he has good taste in restaurants, my friend. <laughs> Ricky, right. great job. Thanks for joining us. Glad you're both Anytime, safe. Anytime. Great character, Rick Ricardo. Let's check traffic and weather now. We start with Tom Kaminsky. Yeah, there are some pretty good restaurants in Edgewater. I would take them up on that. We go over uh, toward that area. I'm just, I've just been getting a look in through that area uh, along River Road. Uh, we are uh, at least it's open at this point, but again, you're going to still have some some issues there south of the George Washington Bridge as you get in for Edgewater. Uh, we've uh, gotten a look at the outbound side of the Lincoln and Holland uh, in terms of uh, trying to get to outbound. Uh, about a 15 minute delay at each, but we do see a lot of volume also. So on the 495 viaduct, right in that area of Kennedy Boulevard, because we had uh, some debris on the roadway there as well. Uh, Route 22, that is still shut down essentially both ways between Springfield and Union. It is a real mess with that flooded out right underneath the Garden State Parkway. Route 17 is still shut between Rutherford and Hasbrook Heights. Route 280, very heavy toward the top of the hill at Exit 8, Prospect Avenue. And Route 21 is still shut down between Belleville uh, and, uh, and Newark. And uh, I'm Tom Kaminsky in the WCBS Traffic Center. To the Weather Center, Craig Allen with his five-day forecast, and uh, things do get better. It's quiet, and the only way they'll get better is for quiet, dry weather. And uh, that's because floods and flood river flood warnings will stay in effect until these rivers crest. And uh, there's such a lag, such a delay when you have this kind of uh, rainfall that's running off into all the tributaries and the, the, the streams, the lakes and the ponds and so forth, and they have to run down into the main rivers. So it's going to be a couple of days here. Lows tonight near 60, 50 to 55 suburbs Friday and Saturday with sunshine mid 70s tomorrow 75 to 80 saturday showers sunday doesn't look too impressive but showers nonetheless highs in the mid 70s and monday a mix of clouds and sunshine and highs will be up near 80 to close out the holiday weekend right now in the city we have 70 uh, 75 that is humidity 38 percent and a north northwest wind that's gusting up to about 25 miles per hour craig thank you wcbs news time 552 More than three dozen people have died as a result of flooding from uh, the storms across New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, and Pennsylvania. We'll have the latest coming up at the top of the hour. Stay with us, please. 5.55 at WCBS. Money news from the Mark's Panif Business Desk with Bloomberg's Tracy Junkie. The Nasdaq and S&P broke records today. The Nasdaq, after rising 22 points, the S&P up 13. The Dow was up 131 points. The tech stocks that have been leading the Nasdaq and S&P to multiple records over the past month did not make it easy today. Google was under pressure from investors and from the Justice Department. Reports say regulators are accelerating their investigation of Google's advertising practices and may file a lawsuit as soon as this year. That would have Google fighting two Justice Department lawsuits. The first, filed by the Trump Justice Department, is over its search business practices. One tech stock winner was Twitter, which will be testing new privacy features, including the ability to remove followers. Twitter thinks users will tweet more if they have more control over who sees their tweets. With Money News at 25 and 55 on WCBS and Bloomberg's Tracy Jonke. WCBS News Time 558. Traffic and weather together on the eight sponsored by Sofavia Design Center. Here's Tom Kaminsky. 
And we start first off with the closings in New Jersey, continuing on Route 21 from Belleville down for Harrison. Route 22 still uh, shut down between Springfield and Union. Route 17 shut down through Rutherford, right down for Hasbrook Heights. At least a couple of lanes blocked there. We have seen uh, some of uh, volume getting through uh, from that area of Route 46 on down toward Route 3. So one lane is still blocked there, but Route 23 is still shut uh, between 202 and Wayne all the way on up toward Route 287. Uh, We've had... uh, Vehicles that had been abandoned, pushed to the shoulder, and in the process of being cleared both ways on the LIE around Francis Lewis Boulevard. Similar story on the northbound BQE, still very heavy there as you get to that ramp going toward the Grand Central Parkway. Here's Craig Allen, WCBS Weather Center. And just a quick note, the National Weather Service in Mount Holly just confirmed another tornado in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. And uh, that makes seven, seven individual tornadoes yesterday down in that region. Flood warnings and river flood warnings stay in effect until they crest over the weekend clear and cool tonight lows near 60 in the city 50 to 55 in the suburbs tomorrow mostly sunny and highs in the mid 70s this is wcbs and wcbs fm hd2 new york the death toll from last night's flooding continues to rise now at least 39 people confirmed dead in the tri-state 23 were in new jersey most of them were trapped in cars 13 drowned in flooded basement apartments in queens several homes were destroyed by a confirmed tornado in south jersey a possible tornado on long island is now under investigation president biden today promised to send federal aid to new york and new jersey the mets put acting gm zach scott on administrative lead after he pleads not guilty to dwi mets and marlins tonight T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 